A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello! And welcome to the Raw Preview. We are the Dadly Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamblet and Michael Sidgwick. Here to look ahead tonight's episode of Mandanarrow. <laughs> but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. Where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw, but also Fran and Al Smackdown, the show formerly known as NXT 2. But we done about AW Collision pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week. Complete the bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to Raw tonight and all the fallout from the Royal Rumble, which we will be discussing in detail a little bit later on today, which will be available as a podcast and on our YouTube channel, What Culture Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. But I suppose tonight, Hamlet, the roads to WrestleMania begins. Huh? Huh? That's good. Because he best actually finish the story this time, otherwise we're going to have some significant problems. <laughs> I am, um, as people that listen to this will hear on our uh, Royal Rumble slash Q&A video, if they go and watch it, will flesh out my uh, certain Boxing Day feelings about WWE right now, maybe mm. because of what I was given or what I saw and loved uh, about the Royal Rumble PLE. But yeah, I, I am very excited, in theory, about this road to WrestleMania. But I do want to see... I want to see a bit of fire and fury about these WrestleMania programs. Now we've got our two Royal Rumble winners. I think there's a. I think there's maybe like a post Royal Rumble relief about Cody getting the match. The, the speculation mm. around like where the Rock was going to fit in and all that sort of stuff added tremendous drama to who was going to win the Rumble. But now with that out of the way, just preserving and protecting the magic that we had this time last year. Yes, Cody is key. Like the drama going into this Rumble was significantly different. But we need, like, it felt amazing this time last year, watching Cody Rhodes, knowing, as we thought, that he was going to defeat Roman Reigns. Mm. It, like, they've got to find that, but they've got to earn it because they didn't give you the finish last year. That's, I think that's the job on with yeah. Cody Rhodes. We sort of, you not really need to call his shot, Sidge, obviously, with the ending of the Royal Rumble. Me and Hamlet talked a little bit on the news. What do you do with, with Cody now, between now and WrestleMania? Because there's a long time. Would you do something interim for the Chamber, or what, what do you see happening? I don't know. Um, it's weird. It's he's won the Royal Rumble, and he's told you explicitly who he's going to go after. The match is set the second he confirms it out loud on Raw. So, what do you do with that time? That's a question you just asked me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how WWE have done it in? Modern times, they've had 
What have they done? Let's go through the what they've done. A lot of, especially the women's division in recent years, can she coexist <laughs> with the wrestler she's going to have a fight with? Even if she doesn't. If she does, that's boring. Yeah. If she doesn't, well, they're going to have a fight anyway. So <laughs> yes. there's no need to add a grudge. They already the championship match. Come on, Sage. Let's not forget the uh, Becky Lynch injury apology tour of 2019. Yes, that was absolutely like they, they, <laughs> horrific. They got it right twice. The night after the Royal Rumble, I, I choose you. The go-home Raw with yep. their fight in the police. Everything in between. Abysmal. Well, let's not be facetious. What did, considering the, it's not that stretch, much of a stretch analogy-wise, considering Roman himself is now a part-timer, what did Drew do before the Lesnar match? He talked at length about his need to uh, validate his time away and how much of a failure he felt. And then obviously the Pando like, kicked that in a touch a little bit. But the whole point of that mm. was uh, Drew saying, I <laughs> I sucked, I don't suck no more. Yes. <laughs> like, that was like, I had he, to... he said it over and over and over again. I, there was no actual plot. There were no twists and turns. Brock didn't take him seriously. And then he, had, like, he attacked him on that raw and held the title up. And the idea was... I can I can take you. I absolutely can. I'm physically and mentally a different man, and yeah. you can't you can't like scare me anymore. Basically, the aura of a Brock Lesnar can no longer scare Drew McIntyre because it's not the Drew that was there before. It wasn't bad, but you're right. It was like it was regurgitated premise. Yes, which for Cody again is difficult because you're not just regurgitating the premise that you established recently. You're regurgitating last year's premise. People have gone with it. Even Cody himself has said. Um, I wish I'd never said it at this point because it's going to hang around my neck until I actually finish the story. But we are a year removed from him failing to finish the story and people are still wanting him to do so. So maybe premise regurgitation has never been so reasonable. I don't know. Yeah. In WWE's defense, it's so weird now because of the Vince stuff. Yeah. That now we've reached a point in our coverage and maybe fans' memories and reverie surrounding everything about WWE to a certain point. It's like, you're going to have to put over some of his booking. And it's just weird and it's ugly. Um, and mm. I feel like I'm going to feel uncomfortable and just endlessly caveat everything I'm going to say for ages. But 2022, they did a pretty great job, in my opinion, of the Brock versus Roman program, even if the match itself was a total cliched, soulless Paul, Him- Paul Heyman finisher spam fest. The idea that Brock having won the Rumble... Correct. Yep. 2022. Yeah. Which is simply going to go after Roman. The idea was, oh, it's Brock. He's had my number the entire time. 34. Yeah, Beatman, some of but he's Brock. He's the biggest threat. And it worked so well because the character of Roman Reigns was so well established as this ultra confident, not only am I the best, but I am the person this company relies upon to feed everybody else and put dinner on everybody else's table and the head of the table and all the rest of it. So that version of Roman and that confidence being dented in where he started the unflappable becoming flappable and then, again, just like the intonation of the acknowledgements when he started to shout it as opposed mm. to just smugly gloat, latest victory, I'm untouchable. He started to shout acknowledge me when he would come out on TV and just that idea of... He's scared. He's showing you, not telling you, because it's quite sophisticated character work. I'm scared. Maybe something in that vein where he can laugh off the idea of Cody being the one. So I've been there and done that. And then slowly finding a way through the plotting, whether it's as basic as 
Cody beating Solo or something like it, and then the cracks can start to appear. I mean, it's I hate this phrase, especially when I'm English, but it's one-on-one for the heel to think, oh, God, the walls are closing in. And we know Roman can sell that sort of thing. Mm. It's what you do with a Cody character rather than having him cut endless promos that can sort of dent that resolve within Roman Reigns. I made a point um, on the news about how I think one of the low-key best things they're doing in WWE, genuinely here, is on SmackDown, the SmackDown GM, can't remember his name, is trying to put his thumb on the bloodline. He's trying to say, I've, like, he's trying to he's addressing your specific criticism of, like, these run-ins are taking the piss, mate. And then it happened again at the Royal Rumble, right? And he Should have had them from ringside if yeah, he was smart. He didn't stack the deck enough, is the point. He thought he'd figured it out with the four-way. Yeah. And that's all right, because he's new at the job. You can tell that in kayfabe. He's like, yeah. finally, like, these singles matches, I thought I had my three best, and you, you still find a way because you friggin' cheated. I should have put the ban in place. I should have done more. I'd like... No DQs in a fatal four-way, though. Perfectly legal, Cole. Indeed. (laughs) I'd like that story to continue being told on SmackDown uh, as if to sort of, I don't know, like sort of clear the path a little bit for Cody. I think there's there's ways in which you repeat the stuff anyway, like the solo interference and like whatever Jimmy tries to do to make it up if he loses to Jay, all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, if Cody Rhodes is just going about his business being Cody Rhodes while in the meantime the remnants of the bloodline are being neutralized so that on the night, Cody can go in, in kayfabe, obviously, free of worry that history's going to repeat itself. A proper mano y mano, not this time, Roman. It's a fair fight, that kind of thing. I'd quite like that. And have Cody being kept separate from Roman and being kept separate until, I don't know, say, for example, like the go-home SmackDown or a couple of weeks Mm. before. Certainly at least past Elimination Chamber. I'd I'd quite like that. I'd like those two things to happen. Uh, simultaneously have Cody just have his one last pre-WrestleMania dalliance with a heel, a heel on Raw that's annoyed, annoyed that Cody is getting his second bite when he Drew, for example. Drew doesn't feel like he deserves it. And I mean, look, the evidence, the evidence is there. Like he's won the Rumble. He's fought for it. So Cody's just got to go about his business. If he's becoming the next John Cena, that's what John Cena would do. Yeah. He'd just take care of the business in front of him awaiting his title match. So I think that's how you do it until... The very end. I'd, I love the electricity of that week when Cody and Jay had the tag belts and they did the face-off. I'd like them to hold on to that for as long as possible. I think there's proper... We were talking about the the visual of Cody. Pointing at the sign was great. Pointing at Roman was even better. Yeah. That was proper. There's electricity to hold on to there, and I wouldn't rush that. Like, them two being on screen together is big time. So you've got Cody tonight. Presumably, Bailey will do, do more stuff on SmackDown, right? although she's aiming at Rhea for the time being. They do love to insult your intelligence, WWE, generally, um, by entertaining the impossible-to-buy notion that, oh, Bailey might go after Rhea Ripley. Yeah. It's just always from Bailey's character's point of view. Like Right now, that's what she, inverted commas, should be doing yes. with Damage Guitar, but that will obviously change. So you got that to deal with on Friday. In the interim, we should talk about feels bad saying this, the losers of the Royal Rumble. I'm talking mainly about the likes of CM Punk, Becky Lynch, and Nia Jax. The Elimination Chamber, for all that, like, the stipulation is extremely hit and miss for all that ever since it became part of this. It's got a good hit rate. I suppose it does, yeah. I just, like, I'm not necessarily always fired up by the idea of a chamber, and then sometimes on the night it maybe over-delivers on my expectations. But I told you about when Shayna Baszler won it. <laughs> Sorry, Sid. 
it's the, what they have done effectively, considering the fact that like it should and sometimes does fall into that thing. You know, the Hell in a Cell used to happen in October, and it's like we're having a Hell in a Cell match because it's the month. Yes, despite the fact that that's effectively what happens with the Chamber. It's February, so it's Chamber time. They've done a pretty good job of making it like the Royal Rumble silver medal. Genuinely, well, two, well, two belts helps. Yeah, people get hyped for this Chamber being the well. Like, where, you know, where, where is it held this year? Yeah, let me just quickly do my research. In bloody Perth, Australia, you me old maga. It's a stadium. It's massive. Um, it's a good, like, again, we. it's a WWE criticism. Well, what time is it on in the UK? Uh, like, like, middle of the afternoon. Yeah, is it perfect? The perfect time. But it was, it was a bit hard for the American viewers. They have to oh, watch it a weird time. Oh, <laughs> we, America. <laughs> <laughs> 4 a.m. I get so early, I can't even find the channel. Has it been preempted or something? <laughs> what the hell? Basic cable or not? Um, it does feel like big. T- if you have Becky Lynch and CM Punk, it doesn't feel like a secondary, no. like a sneaky way of getting a WrestleMania main event, for example. The, the final six of the Rumble. We talked about this in the Rumble. What am I, an owl? <laughs> <laughs> the final six of the Rumble, like, we'll talk about this more in the Rumble, was that little moment of. Yeah, they did do it. It's too they early. Did. Birds are chirping. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they get a bowl of Lucky Charms to keep me going for this. <laughs> the fed with my coffee and bagel? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, they've got a load of challenges for two good number one contenders chambers. Yeah. You could have Rhea defend the belt in the chamber, but I'd, it's Australia. All upside down. <laughs> Would you Nia, Nia Rhea? I would. Yeah. It rhymes with diarrhea, now you said it, so I don't like it anymore. But, <laughs> like, Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley as, like, maybe a cool main event of that Australia show in a massive state. That's fantastic. You, you get away with Rhea being ostensibly a heel, but being cheered out of the building going compared to Nia Jax. You know, she should be pushed as the biggest star of that night. Honestly, she should. Roman's not working it. Punk's going to be in the chamber. Cody's already got his title match. A strong argument for a Ripley headline in that show. Validation of the yeah. superstar push she has been given. Nia Jax in front of 40,000 people. Let's have a look at that. It's bad. It doesn't not, also, yeah, not, not, I'm not having that. Like. It also doesn't ruin Becky winning the chamber either because either of those people... That's the point. Yeah. That's like that's the story. I think Nia Jax has done really well. Mm. Like, shocking over delivery, but I don't think she's headlining it. It's the Becky element I like. Is the point, like, whoever wins that title, Becky wins the chamber earlier on in the show, then she's got this, like... Theoretically, two like mountains that she's not been able to climb in. Nia yeah. Jackson, Rhea Ripley. Well, do the show first, then. Yeah, Sammy Main. Sammy Main. Someone just someone who isn't Nia Jax headlining. It. I see what you're saying, but Rhea Ripley is. So I think that, what a flex that would be. Yeah, like and Rhea, from the Fed. Think about like the beloved Fed. I don't <laughs> Nia Jax headlining. I don't mean to reduce Australia, a country that is like ten times the size of ours, to just like they're from there, so they'll love them. But remember Superstar Showdown with Buddy Murphy and the Iconics. They were the biggest baby faces on the yeah, show. Oh, guys. Like, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, they had to suffer like that. One Undertaker, of our own. Remember that Undertaker Triple H main event? Like, try, yeah, I try not one to. One of our own. <laughs> Birdie Murphy. <laughs> I, I don't know why it's Australian. <laughs> Would you You'd be one of your own soon enough? Liv Morgan's obviously back. She came out at number 30. Would she be Did one of like the... like a gear? One of the six you'd put in the chamber. You you'd put her and Naomi, I suppose. Now she's back. Aye. It's... Ah, oh, this women's division. Um, it's not so good, Al, but the the big names, at least, I think, uh, like you could tell from the rumble, the reactions to them, the stars are the stars, and then there's just everybody else. So, like, Liv Morgan and Naomi are both welcome back because they're just, they're just over. 
And that's so important in this division where so few wrestlers are over and the matches aren't going to get them there. So, like, Liv Morgan, Naomi, both shouts for it. Like, they've got enough to fill a chamber. Absolutely. You'd hope so. Yeah. Just presented a 30 women. It's six pods. It shouldn't be that hard, should it? Royal. I know. And we're now struck like there should be should be enough for six. I'm saying that because, <laughs> I'm saying that because I watched it. I same here, unfortunately. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Do you think Punk's going to address the line? Yep. Uh, if what pu- line that was? What line? Sorry. Go on. Uh, I didn't wait ten years just to lose to Dusty's kid. Yes, yes, yes. Unbelievable. That's what he did. Uh, yeah, I'd. I. It's punk. He will. Is he, is he advertised? Uh, so he ain't gonna be on it if he's not advertised. Yeah. Are they just checking nudes? Checking nudes. Oh, if uh, like I wouldn't use him if they don't need to as well. Like him. Selling the, three mag- hours. selling the magnitude of the Oh, loss. they don't need punk. It's fine. We've got Ivar versus Akira Tozawa. <laughs> they need him. Oh, they need him? I'm just saying, like, it, WWE mindset, they might yeah, think yeah, we yeah. haven't I've, got him I've been a knob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, punk will be brilliant at selling the magnitude of this defeat about how, like, he, he, sell. Built, he built everything up. Can't move. Uh, he built everything up to this one match, so. and, he fell, and he fell short. Like, I don't know about you, I haven't seen punk wrestling in 10 years. So uh, it was nice seeing back, and I like he'll be fantastic at that. He'll be willing. I he still had it. He still does. I know. I know. I know. Jesus Christ, he still does more than a lot of them absolute jabrones. Figure it out, Triple H. You got a roster full of f-ing losers. Um, yeah, he was cooking last week. The game. Mm. I'm considerably worried that like somebody turned the gas off for the rumble. Disagree. Any, anyway. Disagree. But okay. <laughs> uh, Disagree. It's it's, it's good. It's good. I, I welcome healthy debate. About the market leader 
the best uh, in professional wrestling. <laughs> I welcome this kind of debate. I think it's worth... I think puts over WWE more to have, like, earnest disagreements about the quality of the product than just the years of, this is crap. <laughs> this is absolute trash. Uh, yeah, if he's around, obviously his promo is going to be brilliant. He's, like, he will sell the loss, the magnitude, the stakes. He's the best at that. That's what, like... And he'll talk you into thinking... All I'm saying is the wheels have fallen off. Yeah. Disagree. But, but I'm going to put him back on at Elimination Chamber. I'm going to wrestle upside down in front of 40,000 people. Like, he's, I think he'd be fantastic in the chamber as well. Is Jade going to start making regular appearances now? Uh, on Raw or SmackDown? She was... I watched the digital exclusive, and she's talking like she is. Yeah, she's here, and uh, night one, a success. Yeah. Uh, so, absolutely. I, again, would be a great contender in the chamber because you can just hide any negatives for the sake of some really cool moments that just preserve what a monster she is and, like, how welcome she is there. The Bianca in the chamber mm. is she could, like, mow through everybody after she emerges from, like, the pod, like, the six out of the six. I love that. So I think it's right. redolent of... Um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Shayna Baszler, that was it, yeah. Is that what happened in that one? Is that right? Is that what she did, Shayna Baszler? I yeah. think so. She should have won the title of WrestleMania. Yeah. She really should. Maybe because he was uh, more over or better and more consistent in the aftermath. It's another Becky Lynch, I hear. Another rocky storyline in wrestling that's ruined everything. Do you not remember Shayna Rizuka by you? Was she better? Aye. <laughs> um, they, you know, this is not a surprise or anything because, of course, it it would look class and it did. But they gen- like they really hit upon something even bigger than I think people would have expected with that spot in the Rumble with Bianca Belair. I don't know that this is just a bit route one or the obvious thing to do and do it now while it's hot, but I was given one pretty good answer to the is Bianca Belair the odd woman out question this year. No, because there's mm. a match that people showed you they wanted to see, so you could build that in the chamber. Like, it, there's stuff to do with Jade Cargill right now. Oh, yeah. I know you've got your faults with the WWE Women's Division booking, but mm. in the Elimination Chamber right now, Becky, mm-hmm. Jade, Naomi, yep. Liv Morgan... Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, yeah, and I suppose one more. <sighs> if we're keeping Nia Jax we're out, keeping Nia, yeah, yeah. Um, Did Tiffany Stratton get the call. Ooh, I love that. Get uh, away, yo, for the main roster. The, it, I know, I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. The, the, some good, of the work sucked ass. Some of the we're not talking enough about how much some of the work in that match absolutely stunk. Ah, uh, you know, you need a solid pro in there. The glue. Oh God, to hold it together, Will Bourne. Come on. Need a senior veteran who can keep everything on the tracks, glue it all together, and be the first eliminator, Natalia. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the iconic you keep pitching for? That's like just had a kid or something. Um, yeah, Billy Kay had a kid in December. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, I was reaching a little bit to have her reaching appear in the brew. rumble. Reaching bro. Um, let's talk about tonight's rule with the title matches. Though we get two tonight. Um, Gunther versus Kofi Kingston for the IC title feels obvious, but obviously Gunther can't work the chamber because of visa or whatever it is. I want this to be a little bit bold. I'd like so Gunther's going to win, obviously, and Whoa. we're going to get a thumbnail out of Gunther chopping Kofi's chest. That's right, yeah. How the then arrow chest. goes. Well, look what's happened here <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> what's going on with a pigeon tits? A chop. The jeez. Oh, um. <laughs> The I'd like this them. That would happen. <laughs> it isn't. No. <laughs> I'd like Gunther. To, I'd like Kofi to do a stretcher job. Yeah. Wow. Like they 
obviously Jey Uso versus Gunther is TV only. Gunther's not going to be at Elimination yeah. Chamber, but good TV only, hot TV only. And Kofi and uh, Jey Uso's friendship and bond and all that sort of stuff has been re-established recently. So yeah, have like Jay's inevitable Intercontinental title shot be about wanting the belt, but also about avenging his mate. Like this uh, Imperium New Day stuff, not bad either. Yeah. So it stands to reason that Gunther would look at what went down last week and be like, am I going to have to show you how to beat these guys up? And he, like an old WWF Superstars 1991 heat stuff, just like, I'm a bit scared by this. Like sometimes baddies are really, really bad. And just like him teaching a lesson to the Imperium lads about how to actually put somebody down and out and have Kofi get stretched. It could be quite fun. Not, in, not for Kofi Kingston. I wouldn't wish bad on any of them. But Kofi being like, hey, five years ago, Kofi Mania, I'm going to win this IC title and take it into WrestleMania, a la that sort of thing. And then the whole show is that. And Xavier Woods going, yeah, come on, you can do this. And Jay being like, yeah, come on, I'm busy with Bronson Reed, but come on. Yeah. And then, yeah, he gets decimated by Gunther. I think it'd be great. Cut to him on a stretcher with the breathing apparatus on and just be like, oh Over my his God. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yeah. The proper way. Like Gunther coming in pissed off about how the Rumble went, re-establishing that like he's not messing around. That Intercontinental title to him is the world title. Aye. Same. Brock versus Kofi's got potential as a match, like. Mm. He does. And Kofi's not quite where he was as a star, but every now and then he can turn up on Raw. Remember, was yeah, it Ivar versus yeah. Kofi Kingston? That absolutely kicked ass. Mm-hmm. What a banger. It's Kofi, isn't it? Like, he's Kof. always got it there. He just doesn't have to all the he time. He doesn't have to, man. Even like his mid. He'll be up for this. Yeah. Imagine if, yeah, Gunther's already fired up, like you say, and then Kofi, they're like, oh, Kofi Mania, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I was in the Rumble, but I got eliminated. But then again, so did Gunther. Are the same person. Again, Gunther's like, I'm seeing red now. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to ruin this dude. Before we get to the other title match, Jey Uso versus Bronson Reed sort of feeds nicely into the IC title picture, doesn't it? It does. Jey Uso wins. That match is happening. They've told you. It's fine. It's like it's not. I'm a, I'm a little bit sad. I was like the number one Jey Uso fan. Been a little bit sad today because I think I watched a WrestleMania match die in front of me. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> but okay. On Saturday. Uh, Shut up, man. <laughs> it's fine. It's good. Healthy disagreement's good. Yeah. Um, Disagree. Death of me, that word. <laughs> but so I, that's all those like salient points. I disagree. <laughs> uh, but JSO wins. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, Bronson Reed's kind of an anti star, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And him in the orbit of an actual star drags down the star. Aye. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, just as soon as Jay Uso was kind of bizarrely tethered to Bronson Reed during Rumble Susan. I just thought, oh, well, you got any chance of winning if you hang around with that uh, mm-hmm. schlub. <laughs> Bronson Reed's been one of them like, noble failure things as well, hasn't it? Because I like, really haven't really tried. I think they have. Give the word big, Sage. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> they showed you Bronson and Gunther, Bronson and Ivar. They basically ran him through the matches that you were supposed to be like, I can't wait for this. And time after time, you're like, oh. Time after time. Well, I should have just waited for this. What a, what a song. Yeah. Fantastic. What is, is it one of the most? It's one of the one of the most universally great songs. Yeah, I think I would normally hear say, "Oh, if Bronson Reed loses this. What next for him?" But I, do you think they might actually pull the trigger on Biggie's big meaty man Invitational? What? As, Ivar's uh, not doing anything for WrestleMania. Bronson's probably not doing anything right now. It's a almost f- kicked Bronson so hard he eliminated himself from the Royal Rumble. Like a little mid card 
version of the SummerSlam 2017 main event for Mania and just Monster like, Mash and like have some kind of corporate synergy with Monster Energy. Well, potentially. We've just completed that. We had it with C4. Yep. It's not like they did the tag team showcase, which ironically for the storytelling <laughs> promotion, which is simply an exhibition of awesomeness. Kicking ass. That was yep. literally the canonical reason for that match to take place. Mm. Well, it was Hollywood. Again. Hollywood, wasn't it? It's like showcase. It's like cinemas. Yeah. Film, yeah. Films Sh- and Showreel then. Call it a showreel. <laughs> <laughs> what would the Philadelphia one like? The, the meat man, the cheesesteak match. Oh. oh my God. By the way, can any Philly residents. We are looking for cheesesteak recommendations. My working plan is to have one every day. <laughs> Not every different day. Different ones, though. Different ones. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Rank them, yeah. Different. I want the best recommendations because I don't know about you guys. When I'm in America, I have we have breakfast, dinner, and tea. Yes. You might call it breakfast, uh, lunch, and supper. <laughs> what, what are the Ameri- what's the American uh, three? Breakfast. I would say they would think of tea think as dinner. Dinner is the family evening dinner. Meal. Family dinner. Yes. And TV meal. dinners. So yeah. I think it's lunch and dinner. Lunch on. <laughs> so I find that I'll, I'll always need something when I wake up. It's like if I used to be skinny. When I was skinny, I never had breakfast. And then I read, oh, it's good for um, your metabolism yeah, to get early. I just got fat. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, right? Adding more food to the diet. <laughs> I used to skip a meal and never used to feel weird. I mm. couldn't do that now. No. I used to just not eat until like 12 o'clock. I can't do it specifically because I'm in America. Like every minute I'm not in one of their restaurants or shops, I'm wasting time in America because it's like it's sort of, it's the ultimate in holiday excess because yeah. it's just, well, I couldn't live like this. Literally, I would die. Yeah. But for two weeks, <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's challenge the body. We had a good deal in Vegas because we would head out to the strip after doing like podcasts or streams or whatever. Then go to the shows or whatever, but um, so the mo- the days were front loaded. So we'll go downstairs to the coffee shop in the hotel. Get a pastry with your morning coffee. Oh, yeah. so that was like breakfast. Oh good pastries, like Good pastries. ones that didn't necessarily bigger than my f-ing head. <laughs> it was one like it was just it was basically a donut, but with it, with it being America, six donuts shaped together uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the form of a flower. Look covered like in the kind of thing like you win in a Mario level. Yeah, covered <laughs> in chocolate, right? And I was like, uh, what's that? Flower shape one called, and she was like, a flower. And I was like, I'll take a flower, please. <laughs> it's like six donuts on a plate. Great. And a big gulp. And then Wash it, it down. Yeah. You sit there, a big gulp of coffee, and then you, do, you did some podcasting, some yep. previews, then maybe a stream or whatever because of, you know, it was crazy times mm. over there. It's up like down. I love, I love West Coast times for stuff. Aye. Everything's at like three to five yeah. in the afternoon. Everything. Apart from the AW press conference. <laughs> <laughs> finish at midnight. Apart from Shibata, it's like two in the morning. People are starving. Is this show still happening? <laughs> Do you know that our take from, what, seven, eight months ago is vindication? Yeah. I think it was in the Observer. I, was, I, I hate misquoting them, but they don't like that. And I don't like it either. I don't want, like, some dickhead YouTube idiots' words <laughs> misattributed to me. But, like, the, the, I think it might be Melter, someone else. It's basically, these ROH things are not helping these tapings at all. Mm. Word is filtered through that you have to watch some mandatory Ring of Honor content, <laughs> kind of ruining a good time and making it not feel elusive and premium and like a total obligation to sit through, not a hot ticket. And we had this exact same yeah. take yeah. when we went. It's like, this is not right. It's not on and it's eat not Eat your right. vegetables. Yeah. yeah. I don't eat my vegetables. Anyway, 
So first of all, right about that. Second of all, I want the cheesesteak recommendations yeah. because the, the breakfast, the pastry, and do some stuff, and then have a little wander out. Ooh, I'm ready for a beer and some food, some grub. <laughs> and then I have dinner, which is your lunch on. And I have this, quite frankly, I'm not just saying that all American eatery establishments just give you loads. A lot of them do in my experience, <laughs> and it's right, up to me to manage how much I have. I could have a light lunch. I could even have a salad if I wanted. But I just think, well, I'm in America, so I'm going to have like a quadruple burger or whatever it was. Yeah. If I have a cheesesteak, that'll be me for the rest of the day, probably. Yeah. Not me. My metabolism knows I'm on holiday. It's going like power through. You've just had basically what's effectively a double portion of uh, curly fries, but power through because by five o'clock, you're going to eat something else. I'd probably have... Burp, burp it through with another I, of do. I had it, an extra meal one night. A couple of nights, actually. I was like, I don't need this. I absolutely don't need this, but it's I, expense. So I'd probably have a... Per diem. <laughs> probably have a cheesesteak and then later on probably have a sandwich over WrestleMania. And speaking of sandwiches, the meat in the WrestleMania sandwich is the What Culture live show. It's always sunny at What Culture. You can still get your tickets, whatculture.com. Pissing dude outside, like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it goes down on the Sunday of WrestleMania midday, so plenty of time to get over for night two of WrestleMania. VIP tickets sold out. General admission still available, though. Whatculture.com forward slash tickets. One final thing to look forward to on Raw tonight. Tag titles on the line. It's the Judgment Day versus DIY. I mean, they're not losing... Uh, mm. I don't think they're losing. I this might be all right, but truth, I'm, truth that yeah, this is the level. This now, you're, now you're talking his language. Thank you. His language is our truth somehow. I was vindicated. They're all rumble truths. The Judgment Day thing works when the stakes are a bit lower. Not world title tag title. Fine. Like it's a twenty four seven comedy character. Yes, tag titles fine. Uh, Judgment Day retain because our, at the Rumble, Damien Priest threw our truth out with a kind of, sorry, mate, I'm absolutely sick of this. And you've got to, in order to just like get them where they need to be in the story, you've probably got to have our truth actually do something right to get them a little bit back on side beyond selling t shirts and making them money. And I think like DIY can be disposable in this case. DIY, yeah. have, these are weird words to say. DIY have got a pre existing relationship with the Miz and he's folded into all of this with our truth. But yeah, so I think the Judgment Day win tonight, R-Truth actually manages to help. But they have shown me that they know how to balance how to keep R-Truth a baby face, even if he's ostensibly helping the heels. And I think they will. I think R-Truth helps, but it's not in a way that mm. sort of betrays what they've been doing with R-Truth so far. Um, and DIY the Miz's mates, so that keeps the Miz around. And like honestly, I know this is still going to hurt people that are really still fighting for DIY. They're a bit disposable. They're a hot act when they're in there with wrestlers that fans care no, more about. Not, they're not a hot act. No, sorry, I'm saying they're only a hot act when they're in there with wrestlers you only that fans get a care more about. Yeah, because they're not a hot act. What's the match again? DIY Judgment Day tag titles on the line. Yeah, DIY aren't winning. Uh, what's the name of the city and the arena, Will? Oh, that is a very good question. It might give us a bit of a clue, because if it's in Little Cark, Arkansas, then you might not get the best reaction. Uh, where are we? On WrestleTix, because it's usually the fastest way to see. You take your time, though. So. Uh, no, <laughs> that's the Barclays Center. That's the uh, Vengeance Day. Almost pretty much sold out. The Emily. Stop doing that PR. The uh, just want to know where it's from. The Emily Arena in Tampa, Florida. Twelve thousand tickets sold. Well, it should be Ari Juice. Um, well, what's it actually called, Wilborn? The is it the old Sundome? The site of rest. Uh, it's, it's pun. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm struggling here. Emily. 
You look like you want to say something. I, uh, <laughs> I've got nothing. You've got nothing left. Either way, it's a good house. <laughs> <laughs> Florida's kind of hot. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just, I think it'll be a three-star match. Yeah, I, d- I don't get hype for these DIY matches. I can't. They've not, like... They haven't ev- earned it yet, baby. No. <laughs> the evidence is there that, like... Just haven't earned it yet, baby. The, the Dominic and JD McDonough one was the yeah. hot one because it was, like, the old-fashioned stuff. Relatively. Like, crowd came up for the, like, baddies being doing bad guy stuff. Yeah. Proper, like, butlins. Should I get him? Stuff, yeah. and it's like, that stuff still works. Still <laughs> gets a reaction. But the moves, typically, that DIY do, don't. Amelie... I can't. I can't think no, there's nothing. Well, let us know your thoughts. <laughs> and your and we can't leave it like that. We've got to do, do the Rumble you're review. You're the Master General. What's your take? I'm the same as well. Born, Amelie like, Arena. Because, of course, all you can think of is family, and that's not going to get vulgar, is it? So, like, the. Well, it depends on websites you go on. <laughs> <laughs> let us know your thoughts ahead of Raw tonight on X uh, at What Culture WWE. Watch, they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at. Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at. M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow to review Monday Night Raw. But for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to Hamlet Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.